Hello and welcome to Theater 42, a virtual art house cinema. The only place to watch films in theaters at home in comfort. So join our Kickstarter campaign and enter for your chance to win the golden ticket with unlimited access to live shows, events, and films. To learn more, visit our website at theater42.org. That's theater42.org. And soon you'll be well on your way to a lifetime of cinema. My name is Ryan Roberts. I want to invite you all to the Bay Shed podcast. I speak with bass players and other musicians from all over the world and from every genre about artistry, career, and culture. If you're a double bassist, an electric bassist, or an artist interested in hearing about the artist process, subscribe to the Bass Shed Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. For early access, exclusive content, and so much more, go to patreon.com slash lifethroughfiction. That's patreon.com slash life through fiction. Now. All right. Back again. Patreon episode after show. <laughs> We're here, everyone. We're ready to. Ready to party hardy. I feel like you're going to have a lot more to talk about than me this week because uh, movie-wise, I only watch Strangers on a Train. I haven't seen a single movie it's that we didn't talk about last week. I know. I've been... I was like, I was so pumped. Like at the beginning of this week, I'm like, okay. Because I finally got it like a schedule down. Finally like, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to get back in the movies. And then like, I had a bunch of shit this week. We had a, I had to like interview a bunch of people. So like, it went downhill. So I have, I have things to talk about, but no movies. So you should you should start us off today. <laughs> I didn't I, honestly. I didn't watch a lot of movies either. I'm mm-hmm. a little down. <laughs> Instead of watching two movies a day, I was only able to watch one movie a day. So. <laughs> I, I mainly I, I was hoping to watch a bunch of Hitchcock, but that didn't happen this week. I only watched one other Hitchcock movie outside of Strangers on a Train, and that was uh, North by Northwest, which I've never seen before. That's a great one. Um, fucking hilarious movie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you saw that one? It's been a little while. <clears throat> yeah, probably like five or six years. That movie's like um, innuendo dialogue is unbelievable. It fucking rips. <laughs> it is so it kills me the whole time. <clears throat> I, I, when I was watching it too, the movie's a little long and it's a little bloated. Yeah, it's over two hours long. Um which is probably its biggest detriment is that it is a little bloated. It's definitely his most like of all the movies that I've seen by him. This probably has to be his most I want to say um well-traveled film. They go all over the place. Yeah. In it. Like there are a <laughs> lot of different locations, both fake and real. They like start in New York and, you know, they go in that car ride into like the hills, like the mountains or whatever. Yeah. And they go to Chicago. And of course they go to the field, the famous field scene. And then they go to Mount Rushmore. Like they just like go all over the place. They're like in cars. They're on the train, of course, which the train scenes in this movie are much better than strangers on a train. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, it's definitely not perfect. Like I said, cause I feel like, there's too much going on like i think there's a little bit like it's a little too long it's a little like too all over the place 
um they do a lot of traveling like i said they do a lot of traveling in the movie a lot of his best movies like basically are in the same place like psycho it's like in a couple locations mostly one locations yeah vertigo it's just in san francisco rear window it's in one apartment building which is i think his best movie um rope once again one room that's it one room (laughs) and um although i think north by northwest is better than rope uh, but North yeah. by Northwest is uh, it's it's all over the place. Um, but Cary Grant is really funny in it. He's fucking hilarious in that movie. Cary Grant's he, hilarious. He's so fucking funny. He like um, <clears throat> he's so funny in it because the movie is so funny because as the movie progresses, he gets more and more accused of like crimes <laughs> throughout the yeah. movie. Right? Like mm-hmm. he he keeps like getting in trouble for things that he didn't do. <laughs> And his reaction is always so, like, cool and, like, hilarious. Like, he doesn't, like, react, like, super strongly or anything like that, which yeah. is hilarious. He, he, he's always, like, really cool and really, like, um, chill about the fact that he, like, got accused of stabbing an ambassador. It's like he's not freaking out. He's, like, totally fine. It, it, he's so – it's so goddamn funny watching it because it's just like, dude, you're, like – you're – you ass- you're being accused of assassinating someone <laughs> and it just seems like he's just so like nonchalant about it it's yeah like, i gotta figure this out it's like no dude like shit is fucked up <laughs> oh it's so funny <clears throat> yeah and, and once again like they go to so many different locations in the movie um great set pieces you know of course the plane and the field that stuff looks great classic um the Mount Rushmore thing is very funny. <laughs> he like lives by Mount Rushmore. Yeah. And it's like, I like too, there's the homoerotic thing with like his like assistant. Oh yeah. Um, the James Mason, James Mason's assistant. assistant. Mm-hmm. Like there's that weird homoerotic thing going on. Not weird, but you know what I mean? Um, and they like climb around Mount Rushmore, which looks really funny. Like that looks, that's kind of funny to watch. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely his most like. It's, it's got to be his most expensive movie. It must be because they it's just there's be. so many different locations, both both fake and real. They just like go all over the place, and yeah. it's long, and it has to be his most like gargantuan and most expensive movie that he's made on a production level. Um. But yeah, I uh, I enjoyed it, even though it's not perfect. It's really good. Yeah, North by Northwest is great. I think if I had any complaints about Hitchcock films, and this is less the case with North by Northwest, obviously, is that a lot of them are kind of single location. They often, I mean, they are shot on sets almost always, but it it often feels as if it's kind of just like this one location or shooting on a set. He loves uh, he loves rear screen projection as well. He which loves can look a little funky. Sometimes sometimes it works, but like especially if whenever they're like driving, it does not. It's not look yeah. great. Uh, <laughs> it, there's some stuff that is not aged spectacularly, and you could say like, oh well, it's just like the times or whatever. But there are plenty of films that have come out around the same era or earlier that have uh, much better use. Uh, I mean, you know. 
Orson Welles used rear projection in Citizen Kane and a lot of his yeah, I don't work. Know why, like, yeah, I don't know so, why in these Hitchcock movies, like the rear screen projection looks like shit a lot of the time. It's I bad. Know, I don't It just does. It looks a little too fuzzy for me. Um, yeah. And even in the in, you know, the he uses it not just for cars, but like for like he'll be at a real location. He uses it a lot. Like he'll be like a, in North by Northwest, he'll be at a real location. And it'll be like a wide shot of like a guy going up, and then it'll be like a kind of like a more of a close up of the guy at the location, but he's not at the location. It's a rear screen projection of the location. It's basically just like there's version of a green screen, right? <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, <clears throat> it's like for some reason they can't sh- shoot super close, so they have to get these wide shots or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a little strange. Um, yeah, from like a like a technical standpoint that's probably the biggest problems of his movies is that he really likes using rear screen projection. (laughs) Um, But I kind of like the mix of like fake and real locations, like in North Mm -hmm. Northwest, especially like they'll like be like um, they're like at like Mount Rushmore. And it looks like they did actually go to Mount Rushmore, you know, to shoot some stuff. And then they're like, we got to go over to this forest by Mount Rushmore. And they go there. It's like a fake forest, like fake trees, (laughs) like they're plastic trees and stuff. And that location looks good just because like, it's fake but like it's fine like it's 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 yeah. it's it's very uh, uh much like in tune with the movie um yeah but mm-hmm. i agree with you but i guess also like when these films were made they were right they were never supposed to be seen in like 4k or 8k they were always supposed to be like yeah like, they're blurry a lot so of, like, these older movies yeah <laughs> yeah is like so, or movies like made it's funny to like watch like movies that are made for like television or something like that like yeah 4k like i saw like um that wuja that like kung fu wuja yeah. movie that i watched and uh you can see like strings and stuff which is fine like it doesn't bother me it's funny yeah but it's like the movie was almost like made for like television or to be shown like on a small blurry screen and now it's like <laughs> blown up in fucking 4k and you can like see strings and stuff which yeah. is great <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it, it, I like North by Northwest. Like I said, I, I really wanted to watch more Hitchcock, and it just didn't work out that way for some reason. I just wasn't really like in the mood. I guess I thought I was, but I guess I ended up not being in the mood. Um, but North by Northwest was enough. It's long, and yeah. it's and it's good, and it, it it filled me up. I think. Yeah, I feel that Hitchcock's films. I mean, because they're so, him watching a lot of Hitchcock films back to back can be a bit of a grueling task and something I haven't done in a while. I was also going to watch some Hitchcock films, but I don't know. I just, just wasn't in the mood to watch like, yeah. any of his stuff. I don't know why. I just wasn't, wasn't feeling it. I was going to watch Gangs of New York, which I don't know why I really want to watch Gangs of New York, but I can't. They hit the can't, Scorsese movie? can't find it. Yeah. The Scorsese movie. I don't know why I like suddenly have this need to watch Gangs of New York, but I do. I really want to watch Have it. Have you seen it before? No. No. No, me neither. That's like um like the one really popular Scorsese movie that I have not seen yet. Yeah. I've seen almost all of his movies. Um, but there's plenty of like his like kind of lower tier movies that I haven't seen yet. Because he's made a shit ton um, of movies. Yeah, I mean he has. Um you know do- documentaries outside outside of documentaries of course and short films although i have seen quite a few of his short films um but yeah like, like a lot of his earlier films like his like first few films and like um i haven't seen yet or um but yeah it's like his the big his big movies 
that I haven't seen yet are like The Last Temptation of Christ and like Gangs of New York. Yeah. Um, which Gangs in New York, it's almost three hours long. And from what I've heard, it's it's like a lower tier Scorsese. Like it's not as good as others. So it's not okay. like I'm super excited to see it, but I, I do have, I do, I would like to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be, but I couldn't find it. So I didn't, I ended up watching anything. Instead, I, I watched uh, an episode of Sopranos. I'm, I yep, want to get right. through Sopranos so bad. Like I really enjoy Sopranos, but I've been on the Sopranos train since we started, uh, since we started doing the extra show. Like I've been like getting yeah. through Sopranos. It's just there's so many episodes. And they're so long, and it just takes. You're like almost done though. You're like on the like second to last season or something like that. I'm on season. I'm at the end. I have two more episodes of season five, but season six oh, okay. is a two parter. So yeah, you which are basically two just two. Five. I basically have two more seasons. So I'm I'm close, and you know I love it. It's yeah, great. You're like more you're you're like more than halfway done. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm close, and and it's always it's always good. It's just hard to like find the time to like because like if I if I have time to myself, I usually would rather watch a movie. But Emily doesn't watch Sopranos with me, so like if I don't watch when I'm with myself, then I'm never gonna finish it. So it's like, do I watch a movie or do I watch Sopranos? But I went for Sopranos, and I watched the last episode. I watched it was basically a 45 minute dream sequence it was definitely one of the more is it the one where he's like in in his hospital bed and he's like dead and he's like is that what you're talking about Mm -mm. oh no i haven't seen that episode yet okay never mind it's (laughs) i I didn't really spoil anything yeah i don't think so he's okay so what what, what was the episode so like him and his wife are like you know they're separated or whatever and he decides to move into some hotel in new york city okay and and like at the beginning of the episode like uh his cousin tony played by steve buscemi is like acting yeah. us for whatever reason <laughs> and so then like he goes to sleep uh soprano goes to sleep in his hotel room and then it's it's basically just like a 45 minute dream sequence where like he wakes up first and there's like a dead guy who's like one of the people who was like just killed. And then there's like a call and then like it just gets like weirder and weirder and he starts like fumbling around um, New Jersey and like people are getting shot and he like tries to pick up his gun, but like the bullets turn into like, they like dissolve. That's a really cool yeah uh, effect. And at some point he has like that. It's basically like, the whole film or the film, the whole 45 minutes is just like him talking to all of the people that he has either personally killed or has like been yeah. the direct involvement of killing. So like he talks to like Ralphie and uh, and like uh, Pussy and all of these other like people he's killed. And that's like the whole 45 minutes. It's that sounds familiar. It's, it's not my favorite sopranos a lot of episode. people don't like the dreams a lot of people don't like the dream sequences and i don't mind them but they're not like among my favorite episodes yeah i don't know i think i remember there's this dream sequence in like the second season i think the second season it's right before they kill pussy. like the fish talks the fish talks that's a great one fish i love talks. that dream sequence that's, that, i love that, that that's a good the one. Fish yeah, talks that's a fun one. one the one at the beach i think something that i really like about the dream sequences though is the sound design it's really cool because mm-hmm. like one of the things about the Sopranos is 
they've always had really nice sound design. So everything always sounds like really loud because they're in like New Jersey. So there's always like people yelling and like, a lot, New like background noise. <laughs> they like, film there. Yeah. Like they film on location. at the, Yeah, at, exactly. The, yeah. yeah. But uh, what's great about the dream sequences is they're like eerily quiet. And so when that goes yeah. on for 45 minutes, it can feel, uh, it feels very uncomfortable. And I think that's a really nice effect. Like it's a very simple effect. I mean, obviously there's yeah. still sound design, but it's like very quiet, simple sound design and it feels off. Yeah. And that's a, cause at every location, at every location, like, like if it's, if they're like in the Soprano household, uh, Tony's watching yeah. TV, he's like watching a movie. Yeah. Or Always like, watching um, TV. Yeah. Or like when they're at the bottom being, you know, there's some like music playing or yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. But it was a good episode. I'm, you know, I'm getting through it. I'm That's gonna fine. get through I mean, it. If you, it's fine. You know, it's like people took like people had to, people waited years. Yeah, to get that's true. <laughs> just yeah, I would say just don't worry about it. Just you know, feel good about it. I did. Uh, I I I I've started to, and I started doing this a little while ago. But I started um w- whenever I'm like uh like uh just want to watch something but don't want to watch a movie lately um this week i started doing it again but i started doing it like several weeks ago watching like old simpsons episodes because they're all on okay Disney plus yeah love simpsons big fan you know i think i've seen all the classics like all the classic episodes so it's kind of fun to go through them again um i didn't i, I you know i didn't start from the beginning obviously because the first two seasons are just okay you start at the yeah. beginning of season three um <laughs> And which is kind of where they're hitting their stride. And yeah. then from there, probably all the way up till maybe like the 10th season or so, it's okay. just perfect. Like, well, obviously there's some, you know, shitty episodes. Um, yeah. But Simpsons, it's been around for so long on television that now it's kind of like a punchline, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. But those classic episodes are really good. Like the writing and the, like the jokes and the writing in the, sh- in the show they make me laugh and the I'm always surprised by like how like clever like a lot of like the jokes and gags are. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, you know, like the characters have been just like put through the ringer of culture and like, you know, it's like, you know, they have their catchphrases, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah we know they have the catch, you know, but legitimately incredibly made show. Yeah. It's been so it's fun to go through. I don't know if I've actually watched the simpsons since i was wow. a kid like since it was yeah. like actually on i mean it's still mm-hmm. on television because that show is going to be made till time itself ends it's ridiculous but but i haven't i remember when emily and i were on vacation last year we were in like i think this one we're in austin texas uh they had like an like they just had like cable uh <laughs> for some reason yeah. and the simpsons was on and it was like a recent episode and you know it's definitely not hitting the the mark the way uh, some of the OG episodes were, but it reminds me that like The Simpsons has always been really good, and it's something I'd like to get back into. Like I said, right now we're watching Futurama, which is kind of like same era, uh, yeah, sort of, of course, similar vibes sort of thing. And right, uh, you know, it, like The Simpsons, there's some episodes that are really funny and really good, and then there's episodes, other episodes are just like. They have to make like fucking 25 episodes a season. Well, that's the thing about Futurama, though, is Futurama each season's only 10 episodes, 10 to 12 episodes. Oh, okay. I didn't so they're that. actually they're pretty short seasons. Um, and so like there's some stuff, it's 
very much less pop culture-y than The Simpsons is, right? Because Simpsons is like always kind of of the moment. I say Futurama yeah. is definitely less that, which, you know, for good and for worse. But I mean, I'm enjoying Futurama. I think we're definitely going to get into Simpsons after we finish Futurama. Oh, God. But I know they're also making a new season of Futurama. Like it just got, like the last season was 2013, but they're bringing it back next year. So I'd be interested to see a new season of it. It's it's one of those shows, which I guess Simpsons is like that too. Like, it's just nice to like turn on and chillax too, but Definitely. I never feel like super involved with it because it is, it's basically a sitcom, right? So it's like, there's no like, yeah, yeah, it's a sitcom. There's no stakes. It's just like, you just chill. Not really, no. But those jokes, man. They just have like the best writers for The Simpsons, in my opinion. Like that, like, some great writers. Simpsons. Yeah. You know, Conan O'Brien worked on the show, like, mm-hmm. some like amazing writers for the show. I worked on that uh, during that period. Uh, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. Man, other than that, like, I watched just, like, a lot of bad movies this week. I just didn't really <laughs> feel like watching anything, like, serious. So yeah. I just watched, like, I watched, I watched a few Adam Sandler movies. Like, of Adam what Sandler. era? Just, you know, 90s, 2000s. I just watched a couple. The one of note was uh, Anger Management from 2003, which is Adam Sandler acting alongside Jack Nicholson. That's strange. Okay. I, it I sucked, this but movie. Um, it has well, a crazy cast. Oh, yeah. It sucked, but it has like a, a really weird like cast because it's got some like really famous people in it, like Marissa Tomei, Jack Nicholson, Luis Guzman, uh, Woody Harrelson, John Turturro. <laughs> um, uh rudy giuliani makes a cameo which is awful of course he does um john c Riley, harry dean stanton um who else uh those are pretty much january jones is in the movie too <laughs> um yeah you know uh really weird how stacked the cast is jack nicholson in it is really funny when he's on screen like he's just has like a funny demeanor to him He's, yeah. he's uh, when his old guy performances are her funny. Yeah. Uh, but it still sucks. A lot of just like the jokes again, you know, 2003, a lot of the yeah. jokes are just like, you know, gay jokes and, you know, yeah. uh, transgender jokes and stuff like that. So, you know, a lot of that stuff is bad uh, and not funny. Uh, it, it, you know, th- they're not even like, they're not good jokes at all like yeah um but you know maybe worth watching at least once because there is some funny stuff in it and jack nicholson Mm -hmm. is in it and he's kind of funny um but other than that you know whatever don't really care all that much but still i'm getting there gotta watch all the adam sandler movies (laughs) for no particular reason i haven't like been incredibly in love with any of his movies but he's interesting yeah yeah he's got some i think the fun yeah yeah i did watch two really bad really funny movies okay i watched uh the 2004 donnie darko ripoff starring ashton kutcher the butterfly effect (laughs) okay it must be seen to believed it is really fucking funny it's like ashton kutcher is like uh he can kind of like, he can go into the past. 
so he he has like these journals that he wrote when he was a kid and he's like an adult guy in college now and when he reads the journals he goes back like back in time to that moment that he was writing about um and he can kind of like experience it again and he can like change things so that when he's done being in back in time Mm-hmm. you know the butterfly effect it'll create like changes and ripples that it'll transport him back to the future and things are different um it's really fucking funny it's a donnie darko ripoff pretty yeah. much which donnie darko much better movie it's been years since i've seen it though that's a movie i really I need to donnie rewatch darko. soon it's great um but butterfly effect really fucking funny really really uh <laughs> <laughs> it just it's just it's just so stupid like Don- butterfly effect is a dumb guy movie made by dumb guys like it's a dumb guy <laughs> movie like yeah it's meant to be kind of like smart and kind of slick you know like uh-huh. donnie darko um yeah. but butterfly effect it just comes across as really dumb even though it's trying to be like smart and kind of do the science fiction like fate fate thing like mm-hmm I don't know. I liked it, but it sucked. Um, it, I will say it was pretty entertaining all the way through. It's a bad movie, but I, I was like okay. not really bored by it. I found myself like kind of like invested in its stupidness all the way through. Dope. So, you know, if you want to like watch something like really ridiculous, I recommend that. Um, and the other really dumb guy movie I watched was oh before that I also rewatched Rain Man for some reason I decided I really <laughs> wanted to rewatch Rain Man I don't know why I did that it sucks like it's a shitty movie like it's like really yeah. bad I forgot how like I've I've seen it before but when mm-hmm. I was like a kid and I forget yeah. how like um unhinged Tom Cruise acts in it like he's he acts <laughs> so weird in it like he's horribly like abusive yeah it's hilarious he sure is. <laughs> It's so funny. That's like has to be the funniest part of the movie. Maybe the best part of the movie is just like Tom Cruise and how he acts in that movie. He just acts so unreasonable. Like he's just so mean to to everybody yeah. in it. And his like <laughs> brother, like, it's just so funny. <laughs> it's just too. It's so ridiculous. It's so it's preposterous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's not really much to say about that movie. It sucks. Everybody knows <laughs> it sucks. It doesn't make any sense why people thought it was so good to begin with. Um. No. It's just like, yeah, it's just a hacky movie. It's shot competently, I guess. It's a very yeah, competent movie. Don't really care, you know. It 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 sucks, <laughs> but it's funny. Um. Uh, let's see. And yeah, the other dumb guy movie that I watched—a dumb guy movie made by dumb guys was uh, uh, the 2008 Liam Neeson action thriller, uh, Taken. Hilarious I've never seen movie. Taken. Was this the first oh time you've God. seen it? Yeah, I've never seen it before. Oh, damn. I've I don't never know why. Seen it I just was like, gotta see Taken. It's like, <laughs> gotta see it. It's, it's hilariously, it's hilariously right-wing. Yeah. Like, I think, like, obviously people know, like, it's like Liam Neeson is a, is a, is a guy with a specific set of skills. <laughs> He literally says it. Um, yeah, <laughs> obviously. And he, yeah, he his his uh, his uh, his seventeen year old daughter is like she wants to go on a trip in Europe, and she does. And he's like, I don't think it's a good idea. Literally within hours of touching down in France, she is kidnapped uh, by sex traffickers. 
Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> and like, he's been proven right. You should never uh, travel abroad. Never leave America. Never leave the United States. And yeah, so he goes on his little exhibition to... It's funny that it's sex traffickers because, first of all, I feel like that's kind of like a very like American paranoia thing, being yeah. afraid of like sex traffickers. Obviously, like human and sex trafficking does happen. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Americans especially like are like afraid of it, you know? Yeah. Like they think it, it's happening everywhere under our noses all the time, which in reality is probably not the case. Very kind of reactionary right wing thing to like, mm-hmm. you know be paranoid about and yeah because they're sex traffickers i feel like there's something kind of like <clears throat> i don't know kind of weird going on underneath it feels like liam neeson liam neeson's character he is trying to the goal of the movie is for him to preserve the virginity of his daughter of a 17 year old daughter weird if you think about it like that's what it is it's like it's kind of like the shotgun dad thing where it's like don't mm-hmm. be touching my daughter you know like that kind of thing it's yeah. like he's like he's 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 his goal is to preserve the virginity of his daughter um <laughs> you know <laughs> which is so fucking funny dude it's so fucking funny it's just like he he's he's like it kind of reminds me of Die Hard a little bit because it's okay. It, it's kind of like the reactionary, like, because it's like, you know, <clears throat> Liam Neeson's character is like established as like, he's a veteran, right? He's like a, he's like mm-hmm. a, he's a, an operator, a former operator. He's like an amazing at his job. Um, but he has a bitch ex wife. He's a bitch <laughs> ex wife and a bitch ass uh, stepfather. Like her, she's married again. He's a, he's a, like he's the bitch ass stepdad and he doesn't have a job and he lives like in a shitty apartment, but they're really rich and they have a big mansion and he loves his daughter, <clears throat> but he wants to protect her and do everything he can to help her. Um, not with money, but with just like smothering her and murdering people <laughs> and murdering people. Um, so it kind of reminds me of die hard like that because it's like when she gets taken, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's like you know it's it's up to the job of the former operator you know like the guy yeah on the scene you know he can't rely on police or cops or anything like that because their, bio- bro- their bureaucracy is fucked up which <laughs> of course liam neeson uh, uh comes across across with um the difference between like like a movie like die hard though is like die hard is much better than taken because in that movie uh, bruce willis like his character and his performance I really like that character because it's like he's a very vulnerable character. Like mm-hmm. I love like all the little details they give him about how vulnerable vulnerable he is. They really like yeah. beat him up too. Like he's bleeding and you know, oh, he's yeah. running around without shoes and stuff. In Taken, Liam Neeson's character is a robot killing machine <laughs> that experiences no pain or no discomfort. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't bleed in the movie. He gets shot, but there's not really anything like crazy. Like he doesn't really like get hurt very much but he's able to kill everybody very easily with <laughs> basically no you know no remorse and no like uh, uh <laughs> no, no consequences one really, no one really gives him much of a fight yeah <laughs> he, he's just able to easily kill everyone um which you know is a decision i guess 
uh, but it's just not as good as like in Die Hard, where that character feels, um, you know, badass, but he's also uh, feels real. And in Taken, he doesn't feel real. He feels like a robot operator. It's definitely not a badly made movie. Like it's totally competent and fine. It's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's just like this character and like the daughter, like the whole thing going on. Like it just feels so like there's something like there's something kind of like weird and depraved about it in a kind of funny way just like i have to save my daughter from like the sex the french sex traffickers you know it's just there's something very like reactionary going on with it that i find really funny but i do recommend it just because like it's not a badly made action movie it's 90 minutes it's you know when 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 Liam neeson does go off and he kills a bunch of sex traffickers that's like you know it's satisfying you know that's fine you know good you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's just the, but it's just like the world and the universe that the movie creates feels very uh of a certain perspective yeah uh, yeah so this taken i like to watch the sequels but i've heard that they're really bad i've heard that oh. the sequels are very bad there's a lot um, of them aren't there there's only two. Oh, two really two and three yep is there like a spinoff i have no idea I mean, like, I the thing about Taken is that it kind of kickstarted Liam Neeson's weird action movie career where he's like, yeah. now in all these like shitty action movies where he's on the cover. It's like an old again. man. Yeah. I-, I saw, like, on Letterboxd the past like two years, he's been in like five different action movies <laughs> where he's like on the poster and he's I love like holding it. a gun. And it's love like, it. for some reason, yeah, for some reason, like, I don't know why, like, he's kind of paid, like, I don't know. He's just in all the these gun. action movies. Old, old guy with the gun. Which, I mean, at this point, like, Taken's almost 15 years old now. So, he's... Uh, an old man. And in that movie, he's kind of old. Yeah. <laughs> now, know, but now he's, like, now he's very old. <laughs> no, he's really old. There's... I saw this in theaters with Jimmy uh, <clears throat> probably, like, three years ago. And it's basically Taken. But because, like, all of these movies, all of the action movies that he's been in since have basically just been Taken. It might, uh, as, well be. He, might as well be. But he's like a snowplow driver in like fucking... Oh, I've heard about this. You know, it's actually quite good. Uh, Because unlike Taken, Liam Neeson's just like this old man who doesn't know what he's doing. And he's like not a fighter either. So like every fight is just like a total... And it's supposed to be like... it's The movie's very tongue-in-cheek. So it's very funny. And it's just like an old man trying to like beat like these you know assassins it's it's a good time i saw it in theaters a couple years ago so i don't like recall a lot of it but i remember having quite a good time with it you should i don't know what it's called but whatever it's yeah, called no. people should watch it yeah after watching taken i now have to embark on another project my <laughs> liam neeson auteur uh project where i watch all the liam neeson movies um all these like new liam neeson action movies that he appears yeah. in gotta i have to embark on that project now <laughs> That's gonna be fun. It's gonna be quite the adventure. I, yeah. I like Liam Neeson. He he's rocks. fun. He does rock. He's he's not like he's not he's a great actor, but he's like not that good in taken. Like he's okay. <laughs> yeah. He's just kind of like uh he's just like super stoic and you know, it's just he's okay. <laughs> he's badass, <laughs> but that's about it. That's all you can say about that character. Yeah. It's so fucking funny, dude. Yeah, I I uh, I I recommend it once again, kind of like Butterfly Effect. Taken's a better made movie than the Butterfly Effect. <laughs> yeah. 
but Taken is still really funny. Um, and it's kind of, eh, you know, it's it's just okay. Uh, I didn't watch any movies in theaters this past week. There's not really anything in the theater Damn. that I'm really interested in watching in the theater. The only movie. two movies that are in theaters right now are two movies I'm not really willing to pay money to go to the theater to, which is okay. Boslerman's Elvis and uh, The Black <laughs> Phone, the new Scott oh, Erickson yeah. movie. Both these movies I'm not really like all that interested in watching in theaters, but I am interested in eventually watching them. Like the yeah. Elvis movie, like I, I've heard like somewhat okay things about it, but I don't really want to like sit and watch this movie for 160 minutes in a theater. I'd rather watch it at home. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm looking at like what's, oh, this is a couple of weeks from now. Oh, yeah. Three weeks from now, Nope comes out. Are you going to see that in theaters? What was it? Sorry. Nope. The new Jordan Peele movie. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll see that in theaters, I guess. I'm not, like, super excited about that one either. Like, I'll probably go see it, but I don't really care all that much about, like, Jordan Peele. He's okay. I I like his... I mean, I guess he's only done two films so far, so he's still pretty early in his... Like, I'm intrigued, but that's that's about it. I'll probably yeah. go see it. There are other things I'm more interested in. I need to um, see. I'm trying to see what's even in theaters. I want to see Emily and I want to see Marcel the shell with shoes on. Oh, I don't really care about that either. All that much. <laughs> it's a baby movie. I'm good. I like. I'll watch that like on streaming. Theater. Yeah. Although it might be a while before it's on streaming. Say 24 could be kind of a... Yeah, it's just like the movies that are in theaters right now. It's just like, I don't give a fuck. It's Elvis, The Black Phone, The Minions Movie, and Lightyear. I don't care about <laughs> any of this. Nothing I'm willing to like pay money to see like in a theater. Don't really care. Let's see. Yeah, most of these movies... You don't want to see the Jurassic World Dominion? We talked about this last week, and, and no, I'm not... <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. There's fucking there's nothing in theaters right now. There's nothing. There's nothing. That's it's kind of a lame summer for movies, honestly. Yeah, they really fucked it up. They really fucked it up this year. They really uh they really dropped the ball. Um in terms of just like, I don't know, giving us like a summer blockbuster. I guess there's that's Top Gun Maverick, but that's true. That's it. <laughs> like that's yeah, it. it's just Top Gun Maverick. Where's everything else? Nothing. I don't know. Something maybe nothing. something to do with COVID and like I guess. movies or something. I don't know. I would say, I mean, there's been some good films that came out this year, but no, great films have come out earlier this year, but there's just nothing in theaters right now that look good or that is gonna come out soon that looks good. Yeah. I agree. Whatever. I'm trying to think. I'm looking at Let's see. Upcoming movies. Um, okay, this is not... This, maybe there's a list on Letterboxd I can find. Let's see. I'm sure you're going to see the new Thor movie. Yeah. That movie is coming out soon, right? Like, that's a summer comes movie. out uh, Friday. Next. Comes out... No, it comes out Wednesday. It comes out the 8th. Uh, well, there you go. Like, that's, that's the next big summer movie, for sure. I'm not going to see it. Don't care. But I'm sure tons of people will. Like, I'm sure that will oh, be a very yeah. good movie. I'm, but for me, don't care. I'm excited for that film. I think it'll be fun. I mean, I, I really like Taika Waititi, so 
not a fan of him as we discussed but you know yeah. what that's okay i'm sure it'll be fine yeah. it's a summer movie big summer movie great <laughs> is alfie he's starving to death i guess there's also that bullet train movie that i've seen oh in the that looks fun I go to the movie I'll probably yeah. go see that too. Um, but even that movie just looks okay. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, okay. It's like, okay, you know, I'll go see it. Um, yeah. I've never heard of most of these movies. What's Amsterdam? Yeah, I'm looking like at the letterbox list of like upcoming movies. And a lot of these are just like, <laughs> there's nothing really here that's new avatar, baby. I already forgot about that new avatar. Let's fucking go. No, I forgot about that. that. I totally no forgot interest. that the new avatar. I don't understand like why you would have no interest in avatar, but you have an interest to see the new Thor. Well, what's the difference? Because I, I like Taika Waititi. Because I think Taika Waititi is hilarious. I think he he's sucks. hilarious. He's a shitty director. I've never seen any of his movies. You've never seen, I've seen a one movie by him. Wait, which which Taika Waititi movie have you seen? Yeah, what we do in the shadows. Oh yeah, that's a good movie. I don't really like. For some reason, there's something about him. I've seen him, but I've seen him act in movies. I've seen him act in like a, more than a few movies, and yeah. there's just something about him that it reps me the wrong way. I think he's very overrated. There's just something about him though that irks me. I mean, um, he's not in all his movies. I, I, will, I will give, but I've seen you him in other at least movies watch that aren't like, his. Right, but that's like. That's like a shtick he's been given. Like that's not. I mean, you've only seen what we know. do in the shadows. You should watch. You should watch Boy. That's probably like his. No, I'll watch, I'll watch all. No, I, I'm. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a freak. So of course he's I will watch the movie. all his movies. Yes, hasn't seen the TV show's good too. Oh, um, our flag means death. Yes, that one's funny. Or Tag really likes that show. It's it's pretty all right. I think what we do in the shadows, the TV show's better, but. I think the TV show is better than the movie, actually. But you, you need to watch some Taika Waititi stuff because it's, I really like his work. I've enjoyed all of his films because I've seen all of them. I think I've seen every Taika Waititi film. I don't think there's a single film of his that I haven't seen. Now I need to. Once again, I will watch all of these fucking movies. I will eventually watch them. But for now, there's something about his style that I'm just not attracted to right now. I don't know what it is. I just, for some reason, my brain is like, stay away. But I will eventually get to all these guys, this guy, and watch all of his movies. I just, yeah. for some reason, there's something about his style that is just propulsing me away from him. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I'm sure the new Thor is going to be fine. I'm, I'm, I'm sure all of this will be good and fun. Um, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what it is about him. I don't really care. <laughs> i mean yeah he doesn't have that many movies he has like one two like three four five yeah seven feature films eagle and shark of eagle versus shark is his first one which has the great jermaine clement in it it's a very low budget film but it, it's like a good time i think hunt for the wilder people and boy are definitely his most grounded films um and Boy, he's in it a bit, but I don't think he's in it at all in A Hunt for the Wilder People. 
So like, if you don't want to see Taika Waititi in the movie, you could watch Hunt for the Wilder People. He's not in that movie. And he's only in a little bit of Boy. But in Boy, um, what's interesting is like he plays like a father figure. So he kind of does that thing like Shia LaBeouf did in Honey Pie, where he's kind of like playing. Um, That's epic. That's meta and epic. <laughs> it's it's good. I mean, you know, if you don't like like his shtick, I think definitely like Boy would be a good watch. But I love Taika Waititi. Once again, I'll watch all stuff. these people. I'll watch all these people. I will. Once again, though, I just don't understand. It's the event of the year, Avatar 2. It is. Like, it just really is. Like, it's the fucking movie. You're just not going to go see Avatar 2. No, I did it's not like event. Avatar at all. Like, I, I dislike that movie this movie's a lot. better? Then you will tell me. But, oh I mean, you God. think Avatar is a perfect film, so... Look, no, I, I don't, I don't like... think it's perfect. I just think it's really good. I just... And it's just, it's a fucking the event of the year. I've never the seen a James Cameron film where I'm like, I love this. Like, it's always like, at best, wow. it's fine. Like, Aliens is a far inferior film to Alien, and it's okay. I agree with you. I agree with you, but Aliens is still, it still rocks. Uh, it still is all, it's still awesome. The, the Terminator films have grown on me a bit. Like, when I first watched they them, rock. I didn't really like them, but they've grown on me a bit since then. But honestly, I think that's mostly okay. the Arnold Schwarzenegger performances, which are just spectacular really performances good. and then you know i fucking hate titanic i think it's a trash movie yeah titanic it's my it's my least favorite it's my least favorite cameron but I, once again we talked about this in a previous episode there's still yeah. some things about it that i think are interesting and cool um yeah you know he's got another movie called true lies that has schwarzenegger in it I'd it's watch like that. a james bond it's like a James okay. Bond like recapitulation. Like I think it's kind of like a not a satire, but kind of like playing on that. That sounds fun. I honestly, I'd like to see more James because I haven't seen a ton of this stuff. So, I mean, you know, at this maybe I'll no. At this his... point, you've seen all of it. At this point, you've seen almost all of it. You've really? seen what Avatar, Titanic, Terminator yeah. One and Two, Aliens. Yeah. The only yeah. other movies that he has made is True Lies, The Abyss. Um, oh. which is like an 89 movie about like people yeah. going underwater never seen it um, and he made like a shitty low budget movie from like the early 80s called Piranha 2 which is probably <laughs> skippable um, yeah and and then he made some like documentaries about like going underwater water yeah whatever Fucking and that's ocean. it and then there's Avatar oh, 2 damn. coming out so that's it I didn't realize his filmography was so small I'm yeah I'm a little so then I guess I just don't really like James Cameron. Is it? I guess you don't, which, <laughs> you know, that's fine. You know, teach their own. But, you know, Avatar 2, going to go see it. Of course. Don't even care if it's like a horrible movie. Get to still go When's go it come it. out? This year. I think later this is year. Is there a date yet? Just Or is it just I think there is. I just don't remember what the date is. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm sure, the, uh, I'm sure it'll make a shit ton of money. So good and deservingly <laughs> deservedly so are you gonna see avatar 3 yes in 20 years i'm gonna see avatar 3 well he made both out. of them already they're already both done like he oh, shot them cool. back to back in lord of the rings fashion and i think he has cool. plans for a four but i don't know if he's shot four yet i just well even better. i don't know if people I'll, are I'll gonna care about care about it as much as james cameron thinks people are going to care about avatar 
I, think I mean, I think absolutely this... 100% incorrect. Avatar, I... it rocks. I just don't I know. I went to the Avatar ride. I went to the <laughs> Avatar ride at Disney World. That shit was awesome. And everyone loves that ride. I've never been. It sounds fun, I guess. I don't know. It's a, it was the most popular ride there when we went to Disney World a couple of years ago. What is it? What does it entail? What does this ride entail? <laughs> it's like a virtual reality experience. So you like sit. It's like your, you know, the flying dragon things that they fly in the first movie. It's yeah. like a, it's like a big screen thing where you're like, kind of like sitting down, like you're uh-huh. kind of like uh, sitting down in this thing, like you're like a, like a motorcycle and yeah. they put this thing on you and they move and you're in this oh. thing that kind of like moves and flies around and they that have this fun. big, huge screen with like really loud sound. And so it's like, you're flying and it was pretty thrilling. Like, cause there's a couple times I'm afraid of heights. I don't go on roller coasters. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this wasn't a roller coaster. So, you know, my brain is telling me like, this isn't a roller coaster. You're not <laughs> actually falling, but there are a couple of times where you're up really high and you look down yeah. and you fall and I'm like, Oh fuck. Like I, you know, I, it gets, it, it kind of, it got my adrenaline up a little bit. It's a fun <laughs> ride and it's very popular. <laughs> okay. So I think people really do care. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's still in the public consciousness enough that people are going to go see it for sure. Maybe. I mean, I think avatar two, I'm, I'm curious to see what Avatar 3 is going to be like because like Avatar 2 it's been so long since there's been one that I think you're right I think there'll be a certain like resurgence of it but Marvel movies they come out with a new one every single year they come out with two, one or two two or three movies every single year Yeah but people like I mean I guess I guess write that episode of Nathan for you people really do love Avatar so maybe I'm just yeah. I'm just missing cuz I mean Marvel's got the same thing and so does DC so I guess Avatar does but like the thing about Marvel though is they've been like they've been working on this crowd for like 80 years. Like they've been fucking releasing fucking you know Marvel comic books and DC same way. But Avatar is just like it's just the one movie. Well, there's probably comic books, you know. It rocks. There's probably comic books and novelizations. And... I feel like yeah, I feel like because it's the one movie, it's like it has this kind of like, you know, like what's the next movie going to be like? It's mm-hmm. been so long since it came out. It's I think been... there's enough anticipation that it would be a success. I mean, it's been what for 12 years. When's the last one come out? It's it's at least been like 10 years, at least yeah. 10 years, maybe 15 years. I'm gonna see when the last Avatar came out. Let's see. Uh, I need to know. Avatar. Let's see. It came out it's in like 2009. 2009. Yeah. So 13 yep. years since the last Avatar came out. It's a long time. It's a beautiful movie about love. I. I guess. I just, I don't know. James Cameron, he's just, he's too big. I mean, like his films are just too, they're too big for me. (laughs) So good. We could go on and on about our, uh, probably the, probably the number one thing that you and I just kind (laughs) of cross paths on is James Cameron. Maybe Spielberg. It really is. Yeah, James although Cameron Spielberg less so, because I feel like less so for sure. Yeah, I I feel like I want to get some more Spielberg in. I want to watch like, I don't want to watch like Jurassic Park, but I want to watch like uh, Jurassic Park. I know. I just I don't really care about dinosaurs. I don't. Well, the first movie's so good. I know. I know. I want to. I don't know. I want to watch like a low key Spielberg film. You know what I mean? Like something that isn't fantastical. Something kind of like. 
Do you have any suggestions? <laughs> no, I do not want to watch a slavery movie. God. He has a color purple. Um, That's a slavery movie. Saying, it's a slavery movie. That's what <laughs> I was referencing. Man. Uh, oh, watch Catch Me If You Can. You'll like Catch Me If You Can. Okay, yeah. I'll watch that. That sounds like a good time. That's going to be on my, that's on my to-do list. To watch yeah, Catch go see that one. As long as I can find it. Okay. It might not be on any streaming services, but the second you see it, just see it anywhere at any point in time. Just watch that one. Oh, it's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, I'll watch that. I didn't know that was a Spielberg film. Dope. It is. I like it. Okay. I, it's not my favorite, but it's it's good. I, I enjoy it. I mean, I honestly I think... haven't really seen that much Spielberg. I think I've only seen like a couple of his films. So I'd like to get into Spielberg finally get into one of the most famous directors of all time <laughs> he's good like I, I watched that documentary about him and it wasn't a great documentary but there were some interesting things about him that i thought were cool mm-hmm. um he's got a very varied uh catalog and uh yeah. he's, he's got a lot of different movies that he's made um you know i think i think he's more than worth getting into um yeah he's uh he's he's cool i still haven't seen like schindler's list that's probably like the one like big spielberg movie that i have not seen yet it's uh it's sad as you can imagine oh really really (laughs) yeah a movie about holocaust not uh not really a happy movie it's no way black and white so there is that (laughs) it's fine i saw i think it's i saw bits yeah, I saw like bits and pieces from like the documentary and I was like, oh yeah, it looks mm-hmm. good. It looks like it's a good looking movie. There were some, they showed like a couple like uh, scenes, like some horrible scenes of somebody getting killed and it's like, whoa. Like when people are like, when he puts violence, when he utilizes violence, it is pretty uh, effective. For some reason, yeah. it's just, it does feel weighty. Um, like, like the, of course, the beginning scene in Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> a very effective Incredible. Scene. Saving Private Ryan's great. I love it. It, it just be... has some dips. Yeah, I agree. I think great opening though, but you're right. There's definitely some like parts in the middle that are just like they're okay. But the thing about the thing about Schindler's List, and I've like listened and watched a lot of like interviews of people talking about yeah Holocaust yeah. films, and it's like saying. yeah Holocaust movies, yeah. <sighs> uh... it, it's a really complicated thing to like do because like at one end you are, and I remember like someone, I think we've even talked about this before, but like there was like a, we a big have. time, yeah, director who was like, you know, the idea of, um, you're thinking of Mikhail Henneke. Yeah. Who's like, right. Talking about dramatizing, um, yeah. these kind of tragedies. And yeah, I think ugh, Schindler's list is fine and it looks really good. And there's definitely I think, some and I think, moments. and I think Spielberg definitely like really, really cared about the subject matter too. Absolutely, yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, necessarily agree that like, you know, he's preying on anyone's emotions here. But I think part of the reason that it is so popular, popular might not be the right word, but uh, so like ubiquitous. Yeah, is because it's a Holocaust film. Like otherwise, yeah. I don't think it would have nearly the um, gravitas that that yeah. it does have, which. 
you know that is what it is but <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah. uh i'll eventually watch it and it's also three hours so it's like a, it's also very long yeah <laughs> it's a very long movie yeah i will say uh <clears throat> you know no movies have been interesting in theaters lately but i will say later this month mm-hmm. and i was very excited to see, and i was very excited to see this because i saw that they were doing this on twitter they were restoring this movie on 4k on twitter and i was like i wonder if the the art museum will play this movie and they are later this month i'm going to see the 4k restoration of david lynch's lost highway at the speed oh art shit just like with inland empire they restored it Love Inland Empire, saw it in theaters, yeah. and now it's time for Lost Highway. It's Lost Highway time. Incredible. Oh. I think uh, I think we're gonna have to wrap things up. Mm. We're like almost done. Like I don't yeah. have we're anything else to say. I just wanted to mention Lost Highway, and yeah. I'm gonna see it. It's gonna. I want to really watch good. some more Lynch films. I think I've only seen like. I've seen no. I've only seen Eraserhead, Twin Peaks, Firewalk with Me. Of course, the TV show Twin Peaks and The Return. Of course, yeah. My my thing is that I've seen almost all of his movies, but I've not finished Twin Peaks. (laughs) You're never gonna finish Twin Peaks. Is he some like tequila or something? Uh, I don't know. Does he? Does David Lynch make some sort of hard liquor? I don't think he drinks. I don't think Andrew says he doesn't drink. He likes cigarettes. Oh, his own coffee. Oh, he does make his own coffee. He loves yeah. coffee. He loves coffee and he loves cigarettes. I don't think he drinks but, though. Or does but drugs. the coffee he makes, it's like a it's like a nonprofit. It all goes to some sort of like, oh, really? like an artist yeah, you can buy it at Whole thing. Yeah. It's he rocks. He's one of the greatest artists of all time. He really is. He's just great. He's great at everything he does. I want to watch more David Lynch, but it can be hard to find his Walhart, Inland Empire, Lost Highway, Elephant Man, yeah. his Dune. Elephant movie. Man, I've seen that. I haven't seen Dune yet. Wild at Heart is good. I like Wild at Heart. And of course, Lost Highway, Inland Empire. Um, I'm trying to think of others. The Straight Story. haven't seen that one. Um, his short films. I've seen some of his short films. Uh, he's just really fucking yeah, good. He's just, he's just great at everything he does. Really. Just... So I'm very excited that this is getting the uh, 4K restoration. I'm assuming these movies are going to be released on Criterion. They soon. have to be. Because they're, I think they're Janus restorations. So I think you will see physical Blu-ray 4K editions of these movies probably within yeah. this year. Yeah. I so, so I'm excited. But yeah, Lost Highway. I can't fucking wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be fucking awesome. I guess I've seen more than I thought I have. I guess he doesn't have... He has like a ton of stuff, but mo- he does a shit ton of shorts. So like he doesn't really have a ton of features. He has, he has a lot like, of features. <laughs> he has a relative uh, amount. A blue velvet, like, you know. He has like 10. I suppose. I mean, is there a way to like, because I'm looking on Letterboxd, trying to see if there's like a way to, here, if I do longest first, I might be able to help. Yeah, he only has oof, four, eight, 12, 12 to 14 films somewhere in that so i mean definitely not like a small career but not like you're like you know you're fucking hitchcock's or scorsese's you've got like just 
a shit ton of films. But still, yep. I would like to watch more because I've only seen Mulholland Drive, Elephant Man, Blue Velvet, Twin Peaks. So I still have like half. Oh, yeah. And Eraserhead. Thank you, Emily. David Lynch did a Duran Duran. What is this? Duran Duran Unstaged is a multimedia event that takes the audience on a cinematic journey. Huh. I don't. He's crazy. He's done a lot of stuff. He's He's done commercials, I think, too. Who, David Lynch? Yeah, I think he's directed some commercials. I mean, he's just done. Yeah. I think the great thing about David Lynch is like, he's very multifaceted, right? Because he's like a successful musician. He's a successful artist. He fucking has like a, a nightclub somewhere in Europe. He's got he's a good coffee. painter. I, he, he's a great. I watched painter. a documentary yeah. about his like uh, painting works, and uh, he's a really good painter. He's just got a shit ton of stuff. He's like an animator. He's, cool. he's a pretty good animator. So cool guy. Yeah. Way to go, David Lynch. Yup. Way to go. David Lynch sponsor me. Is that what you said? Yeah, David Lynch should sponsor us. He should sponsor the show. David Lynch the person. It's a golden sunshine. <laughs> Great weather forecaster. Great weather. <laughs> Rocks. Yep. Well, I mean, that's everything I had to say today. That's it's all the things. All, all the all the bullshit that I watched. I literally didn't watch much. Yeah, I'm pretty much. I mean, like I said, didn't really watch movies. Just mostly watched Futurama, Umbrella Academy, Stranger Things. Didn't finish any of it though. So just in the middle of a shit ton of things. Whatever. So, yeah. Whatever. It's fine. You know. We flopped. We've, I, we're sorry. We, we've we let you all down, listeners. <laughs> we have failed you once again. We didn't watch uh, 20 movies in a single week. Sorry. Oh, man. All That's right. Cool. Well, I guess yeah. signing off until uh, yep. until next time, everyone. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to another incredible episode of With Nothing to Say. This community is built by and of and for you. So thank you all for listening. And before we go, just a quick shout out to our incredible editor, Shannon Mitchell. They are one of the greatest editors in the industry, and we really could not do it without you. So thank you, Shannon. And until next week.